Hello, Barnaby here, welcoming you to The Floor, a podcast about comment sections on the internet and the strange and sometimes wonderful things people write in them. Hopefully, we will all be a little bit wiser, or at least a little bit older, by the end. So, people of the internet, the floor is yours. So an article on stuff.co.nz called United They Stand, the people behind our last video stores, caught my eye recently. It's a nice little piece by Charlie Gates about the five remaining United video stores in New Zealand all owned by salt-of-the-earth types, good-natured people who see their stores as important community hubs, places where you go in and the staff know your name and they know what your favourite kind of American imported candy is and they'll let you know if there's a new straight-to-DVD Nicolas Cage B-movie out. And sadly, all of these shops are going out of business because streaming owns that market now. So as I say, nice little piece, but what's in the comments, I hear you ask? Well, first up, we have English Rose 2017 who says, I saw this coming years ago. I have been buying up DVDs and VHS tapes for my collection, mostly a buck or less each. I recently bought 493 DVDs at 0.76 cents each. Says it all, really. Sad for the stores, but good for me. And in response to English Rose 2017, we have Leroy Tyrone, who says, I too saw this coming years ago, and celebrated. It is fantastic that the criminal waste of resources used in the manufacture and distribution of DVDs and VHS tapes is coming to an end. And 0.76 cents each, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark. That's not a bargain. Plus, I assume these DVDs have volume and therefore require space to store. That is an ongoing cost that adds to that 0.76 cents per unit. Plus the maintenance cost of storing those VHS tapes at the correct humidity and temperature in order to stop them getting moldy and or deteriorating. Gimme and hard drive or a streaming service any day of the week. So English Rose 2017 opens really strong here. I saw this coming years ago. Yeah, you and everyone else on the planet who knows what a DVD is and has the internet. I think this story's been published probably annually for the last 10 years or so since Blockbuster went out of business and Down Under Video Easy and indeed United Video, which is apparently hanging on by its fingertips. But no, English Rose 2017 has the site and their comments can be framed as tremendously future-knowing. Anyway, um, the bit about 493 DVDs at 0.76 cents each, I'm going to assume they meant 76 cents and not 0.76 cents as it's written, because that would be ridiculous. I love these, these numbers regardless. It's so specific. 493 DVDs, 76 cents each. In case you're wondering, that's $374.68. I'm wondering where they're getting that value 
Is it all Nicolas Cage straight-to-DVD B-movies? Does it even matter to this person? Are they just a hoarder? Well, it's it's sad for the stores, but good for me, apparently. So, yeah, that's their reward. This this endless horde of DVDs flying in through English Rose 2017's door. Their reward for their remarkable foreknowledge of this impending sea change that no one else saw coming. Except Leroy Tyrone, of course, who saw this coming years ago and celebrated. He's like, yeah, I'm a soothsayer too, man. And you can just see their face, like they're permanently unimpressed. Except maybe occasionally a flash of smug superiority. But they've got some things to say. And 76 cents each! Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark. That's not a bargain! Again, I'm going to assume it's 76 cents and not 0.76, because who could argue with that? If it was 0.76 cents, that really would be a bargain, objectively, right? Um, that's $37.47 in total. So, like, if you tell me that I'm getting 493 biscuits, or 493 pieces of good quality cardstock... $37.47. I'll be pretty happy with that, but DVDs, apparently not. Apparently not a bargain. They go on to say some things about the criminal waste of resources used in the manufacture and distribution of DVDs and VHS tapes. Full disclosure here, I have a decent sized DVD collection. It's not as big as English Rose 2017's. It's probably about 100. At its peak, it was about 200. Um... Because I, I really like having the physical objects, I like looking at them, and I like watching them from time to time. But most of all, I really like that if you have the DVD, then you can watch it whenever you want, and you're not beholden to the whims of Netflix's algorithm or whatever. But um, I do have to acknowledge that I don't know much about the comparative carbon cost of watching a DVD versus streaming a film, so I guess I should probably look into that a little further but I do bristle a bit at such strong language criminal waste I'm not a criminal <laughs> so I really like how they say must I assume these DVDs have volume no no they're invisible DVDs <laughs> and hey ones and zeros on a server somewhere require space to store too even if it's a lot less but it's still something right Leroy Tyrone? Okay, well, sorry, you're the expert here. Although your air of authority is limited somewhat by that typo, give me and hard drive or a streaming service any day of the week. So I've been given an opportunity to learn something here anyway. So I found an article from way back in 2014 on the Smithsonian online site called Streaming a Movie Uses Less Energy Than Watching a DVD. So already I'm like kind of put in my place, right? But to sum it up, yes, streaming was vastly more energy efficient than watching DVDs even back in 2014, which is seven years ago as I say this. So it's possibly become even more so in the years since because technology advances in that. Um, and the biggest factor is that you drive your infamously high carbon emitting car to pick up a DVD from the DVD rental store whereas you just click a button to stream. But 
Facts be damned, what do the comments say? First of all, Jeff HRE. I pick up my DVDs with an EV charged by solar during regular trips to the market, at a red kiosk by the door, on the way out of the store. The DVD player might be suck-up energy in standby mode, though. Only partly solar and wind-powered. Could be a wash, dunno. Spectacular humble-breaking, if you ask me. Jeff HRE. Come back and talk to me when the kinetic energy generated by the spin of the DVD in your player is returned to the grid. Further down the page, P-Trip. Maybe all the climate alarmists should just hold their breath so they don't release excess CO2. Where will that leave environmentalists when the plants and trees starve for CO2? God, hopefully not reading these comments. Vivek says, I think a critical point is being missed here. People who watch rented or owned DVDs generally just watch the one feature in a given session, perhaps two or three times a week at most. Streaming, on the other hand, has become so ubiquitous that people are streaming back-to-back and every day, resulting in a far higher carbon footprint. It's the fast-food equivalent of consumer entertainment. Good point. I'm not so keen on your analogy at the end. But it is a really good point. When you sit down to watch your Netflix, I mean, binge-watching is barely adequate as a term now especially since the many and repeated lockdowns across the world over the past year or so. So I appreciate that, Vivek, particularly with my big collection of DVDs, or not that big. Sorry, English Rose 2017, you're the champion on most things. Um, Yeah, but yeah, I needed that because I was feeling pretty chastened by this whole experience. The only problem is Vivek wrote this four years ago, whereas every other comment on the site was written seven years ago when the article came out. So it's quite possible that I'm literally the only person ever to have read his words. In which case, a bit sad, but hey, you you changed one person's life in a very, very small way, Vivek. So cheers, man. So I, I don't want to give up my DVDs just yet. But I do want to do the right thing by the climate, so I went looking for a less carbon-hungry DVD player. Um, And a brief search online suggests that players with an Energy Star rating are almost twice as energy efficient as your average DVD or Blu-ray player. But generally that information was found on worthy and informative sites that don't tend to have comment sections because they are sane and sensible and want to avoid that whole problem. So... I went looking further and found an article on CNET called Best Blu-ray Player for 2021, and it promises in the subtitle, the best 1080p and 4K Blu-ray players you can buy. And it also promises some comments. So, Eric is right, says, The Sony BDP S3700 isn't a 4K Blu-ray player. Cannot play 4K Blu-ray discs. Did you even try? To which Moonfella replies, The article says flat out that the Sony BDP S3700 is not for 4K viewing. I do not understand this objection. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) 
<laughs> Awkward Eric is right. An oddly robotic rejoinder from Moonfeller, for sure. I do not understand this objection. I do not understand this objection. Maybe they are a robot because they did miss an opportunity to rename him Eric is wrong. <laughs> or to ask him, did you even try? <laughs> and further down the page, Ted E. With some beautiful context. Best Blu-ray player? Seriously? When is your article on the best 8-track tape player coming out? Says it all, really. Give me and hard drive. Or a streaming service any day of the week. Speaking of week, that'll do for this week. The links to all the articles mentioned will be in the show notes. Thank you for listening. I'm off to watch some of my DVDs before they go mouldy. Look after yourself, drink some water, move your body if you can, and don't read the comments. I'll be back with more next time. Cheerio. Cheerio.